Okay, so maybe the title got you here today. And I know what you're thinking. Why in the world would anyone pray for patience? I'm convinced that that is from the enemy because he knows what patience produces in us. It's the very thing that God uses to build in us his character. And our character is what God is most concerned about. Join me this week as I talk about why it's okay to pray for patience. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Joyce Meyer sums up patience perfectly in this quote. Patience is not simply the ability to wait. It's how we behave while we're waiting. This week, we're going to take a trip down the road of the kind of character patience produces in our lives. By the end of the week, you'll be praying for God to give you and your children some patience. Let's take a look at what the Greek means for the word patience. It means to persevere under misfortunes and trials and to hold fast to one's faith in Christ. Persevering under trial and misfortune is not easy, but with Jesus, it is absolutely possible. We will be praying for our children to have a heart that is willing to suffer long and be patient for the things that God has for them. We're asking God to create in them the character that reflects Christ to those around them through patience. At the same time, the devotions this week will challenge you to step up your spiritual parenting in this area of your life. If you're not a subscriber to the Prayer Tribe, won't you head over to the RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org website and sign up for your free prayer sheets and your free devotions. I'll put a link right here in the show notes so you can go over there and do that. Let's talk about several ways which we can practice patience that will build the kind of character that God is looking for. Colossians 4.2 says this, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. This quote from my pastor really stood out to me. Prayer has to be continual to be effective. Prayer requires the discipline of patience to be effective. This is not the fast-paced get answers from a search engine type of discipline that I'm talking about. Patience is a discipline that not only changes the one being prayed for, but also changes the one who's praying. How many times have you given up on prayer about something simply because you didn't get an answer? Or maybe you did get an answer, but it wasn't the answer you were looking for. Or Perhaps you just figured God wasn't interested in what you were asking of him. Patience requires what I call stick to And for our prayers to be effective, we must be all in for as long as it takes. Do you practice the discipline of patience when it comes to prayer? In Hebrews 12, 7, I call this pumping spiritual iron. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as sons. You see, patience produces endurance, and endurance stays the course and builds our spiritual muscles. Enduring hardship builds character, and God is way more concerned with our character and the character of our children than he is anything else. We have a family mantra in our home. When anyone's going through a hard time, we say, it builds character. Our becoming more like him is his end game. 
What you are going through is a tool he is using to make you more like him. All else pales in comparison to a character that has been tried by the fire through patience. Do you see the hardships you go through as God building character in you? When you shift your focus to what God is doing, it makes the hard times a little bit more bearable. Isaiah 40, 33 promises that we can soar like eagles with one caveat. Look at this verse with me. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Who doesn't want to soar like eagles and run without growing weary and walk and not faint? We have this in Jesus, but it will take patience to achieve it. It's not any different than the athlete who practices the same things repeatedly to master it. Just like the athlete's continual practice, patience produces strength in us and in our children. A constant dose of getting what we want exactly when we want it produces nothing more than entitlement. Strength as it matures gives us the ability to soar on eagles' wings, to run and not grow weary, and to walk and not be faint. Have you ever waited long enough for God to renew your strength? Or do you try to do that on your own? Sometimes I do that. How's that working for you? It doesn't work very well for me. Did you know that patience and learning contentment are very closely related? Look at Philippians 4.12 with me. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Learning contentment will take patience. Contentment is being happy with what you already have. Always wanting the next best thing, whether it be a car or a house or a job, will rob us of the joy of the moment. In this verse, Paul was so clear that he had to learn contentment in every situation he was in. This is the secret to the following verse where Paul tells us, We can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Contentment is a product of patience. When we patiently fix our focus on Jesus, our heart's desires will be his desires. When our desires are his desires, nothing can stand in the way. Learning patience will set your heart at peace and give you joy you've never felt before. I often have to ask myself if I'm completely content with what I have right now. What about you? Exercising self-control has become rather countercultural these days. Romans 8.25 tells us this, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Instant gratification is the name of the game today. If we want something, we charge it to a cart. If this person doesn't make me happy anymore, we just move on to the next one. Waiting for something is an exercise in self-control produced by patience. Learning and teaching self-control is a necessary discipline that produces character in those trained by it. It is also an open door for God's blessing. We rob ourselves of his perfect gifts and his blessings when we don't exercise self-control and wait patiently for it. I used to drive a school bus. The words I had to use most often with the kids of all ages was, you need to exercise self-control. Mom and dad, can I just get personal here a little bit? It's our job as parents to teach our children self-control. It will be a battle. 
Our children do not enter this world with the patience it takes to master self-control. However, it is necessary in bringing them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. This is a hard question, but one we need to seriously consider. Are you willing to exercise self-control and wait patiently for the perfect gifts of our Father? If you are struggling to exercise patience in your life, I want to remind you that patience is a fruit of walking in the Spirit. The more we walk surrendered to the direction of the Spirit in our lives, the more patient we will become. If you've heard, don't pray for patience. Remember that our enemy would love nothing more than for us to run out ahead of all God wants to do in our lives and make you think that patience is a bad thing. The complete opposite is true. Praying for patience will allow God to begin to build his character in you. Let's pray today. Heavenly Father, thank you for my friend. Lord, I pray that you would help us to walk in your impatience, in your patience, and wait for you so that we can soar on eagle's wings, that, Lord, we can learn contentment, that, Lord, we would be patient in our prayers, all the things, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that through your spirit, we have all we need to walk in patience. In Jesus' name, amen. As my friend Jamie Bailey at Expedition Marriage says, your marriage is your best parenting tool. We at Raising Kids on Your Knees couldn't agree more. So join us September 10th through 12th, 2021 at beautiful Lake Junaluska, North Carolina for the very first Rest, Refresh, Renew Marriage Retreat. Rod and I, Chris and Jamie Bailey, and Taylor and Betsy Pendergrass will all be there to give you the tools you need to make your marriage a legacy changer. You can get all the details at RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and click the marriage button. We hope to see you there.